Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeServices.com Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter. And you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And in today's episode... I'll actually be doing a little bit of everything. I'll be touching on all three teams. Um, unfortunately, I will be excluding out the Golden Knights. Uh, I haven't actually done a podcast on them, but I'm I'm planning on doing a, like an introductory podcast on them later on here. But I want to welcome everybody to the podcast. Uh, just before I get started here, before I talk about what what you should be expecting here, I want to just mention to everybody or remind everybody. That you can find me on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. It's going to be the same handle, West Coast Pod 702. Again, that's West Coast Pod 702. You can also find me on my email address. It's going to be West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on any one of those, and I'll make sure to go ahead and bring it onto the podcast if you guys have any questions, topics, or anything you guys want me to bring onto the podcast. And with that being said, here, guys, uh, today is Friday. I'm recording this uh, early Friday morning. Uh, September 17th, and there's a lot of news going around. I mean, even though two of the teams, well, two of the teams are active and actually playing, having their season started with the Dodgers, or well, Dodgers season is well underway, getting ready to wrap up the the regular season and get ready for the postseason. And with the Raiders just getting their season started with the with the with that victory on Monday night, and with the Lakers actually getting ready to start their season coming up in about like three in like two three weeks. They're going to actually start, um, you know, training camps and uh, preseason and all that. It's kind of funny how, you know, we can actually get right into the Lakers, being that they're the ones that are not actually active at the time and that they're actually still in the middle of their or about at the end of their offseason here here and getting ready to gear up for the for the upcoming season. Lakers have actually been in the news quite a bit here. Um, you know, of course, all the offseason moves and uh, free agent acquisitions and everything that we ended up going through. Seems like now the the team is kind of set up, or at least is now, you know, kind of, you know, all, the team is kind of all all constructed. I believe there's only one missing player. I believe there's Kenneth Fareed was actually just recently worked out. Uh, he ended up working out with the Lakers. Uh, he also as well James Ennis, I believe from the Orlando Magic, recently has been um, mentioned as well quite a bit. I don't know, even um. Wesley Matthews has been kind of thrown out there as well. I think that would kind of just be the best fit when it comes down to it. You have a guy who's who knows the system, who who knows how to work, who who knows how to play with these guys, who's already had a year under their belts. He's a solid veteran who can still get the three ball up, who can still provide some de- some uh, really solid defensive um, you know energy out there. But <laughs> the the Lakers have actually been out in the news 
for some other stuff. <laughs> um, there's some good news and some bad news, I guess, when it comes down to it. Now, Russell Russ Westbrook has actually been mentioned and has been kind of out there quite a bit. I mean, the dude had a a big showing out there. I believe it was New York's uh, Fashion Week or something like that, where he was kind of in a dress or skirt kind of get up or something like that. I never been the kind of guy to, you know, or the kind of person to really bag on somebody or anything like that or to diss anybody, you know, for what they're wearing or anything like that. I mean, whatever whatever makes you feel comfortable, you do you, you know. But, I mean, it's fashion week and everything out in New York and it, all this stuff is the most craziest outlandish stuff that you can probably think of when it comes down to these designers wanting to get their stuff out there. And Russ, I mean, cool, whatever he wants to wear, you know, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be looking like that on the basketball court, you know, I've seen all kinds of stupid, crazy shit that's been out there, you know, him him wearing a Lakers skirt or something like that. In my eyes, I like it, though, because <laughs> if this dude, because I mean, we know that most of these guys have social media accounts that they actually look at some of this stuff, or at least it kind of comes up, or maybe even somebody in their circle, people that they know, like, hey, they're bagging on you, bro, like, look at this shit. And they show him a picture of that. Russ is going to eventually see that. And I and I like it because it's going to give him a little bit of fuel, kind of like how Bron had with that whole Wash King thing and all that. You know, so Russ is going to come to L.A. when he's already pumped that he's in his back in his hometown. This dude's playing for the team that he rooted for his entire childhood. Like, come on. Like, this dude's already going to be pumped. And you guys are giving him more fuel. Go ahead. Keep on doing that. That's it. That's what I think. Now I want to get some. I want to get to something that I've been hearing a little bit about. I thought it was interesting in the beginning of the off season, but now it's starting to get more. You know, people are more talking about it more, and it's AD possibly playing at the five more often this year, and I'm talking about possibly even starting at the five. Like I mean, I know I I really do want him to play more like how he did back in the 2020 championship year. You know, where he played it was like 60 40 he started at the four but he would play quite a bit at the five at the five at the center position he played like 40 percent of his minutes at the five but it's looking like it's going to be almost like a flip like he's going to do 60 40 like 60 percent at the five 40 percent at the four and that could be where you know that 40 percent is going to be where deandre jordan and uh and dwight howard kind of fit in there now if that's the case I, I cannot tell you. I'm going to do a whole pod on this, guys. But if that's the case, damn, that opens up all kinds of possibilities. We're talking about a lineup that's that's going to be AD at the five, Braun at the four. You could put Bazemore or Ariza, depending on who you want there, whether if you want a little bit more defense, a little bit more size, or if you want a guy who can put, put up some threes. And then you put in... Wayne Ellington, again, just a more solid defensive guy or a solid veteran guy, but who can also really get get up some threes. With all that spacing, I can just see that there'll be a lot of opportunities for everybody to kind of get theirs. And then there's so many opportunities for bench for for like uh, bench rotations in that case, you know. So I'm really excited to see. But like I mentioned, I'm going to do a whole pot on that here, guys, not to take up so much time on that. And, uh, you know, speaking of what, so just to kind of get into it, I, I'm, I'm really sorry that I don't have a, a more of a, of a transition, you know, a segue <laughs> into some of the other topics or into the other teams here. But to get off from the Lakers here and to get onto the other two teams, 
Raiders are actually getting ready to gear up for their for their game on Sunday against the Steelers. We're actually heading out to Pittsburgh to play against them. I'm excited. To, I'm excited for that game because Pittsburgh looks like they're a pretty decent team and they got a really good running back. You know, that's it's a running it's a rookie running back. Dude's looking really good. He looks really strong, really fast. Big Ben is always going to be Big Ben. Uh, this defense that they got it looks pretty damn good. It looks pretty damn solid. Um, there's some iffiness about their offensive line. So I guess we'll see. Maybe our defensive line can, uh, you know, makes can take advantage of, of you know, them having a little bit of a suspect uh, offensive line. Now, the one thing I do want to mention with the Raiders, we actually have quite a bit of injuries. It sounds like overall there hasn't been any kind of hard reports on how long some of these guys can be out. But for some of them, like Gerald McCoy, unfortunately, he's um, a long time. I believe he was with the Panthers for a long time. And, uh... Unfortunately, he suffered a really bad uh, knee injury. Sounds like ultimately it's going to be something that's going to take him out for the majority, if not the entire season or, or the remainder of the season. The one I'm really worried about, too, because it's uh, multiple injuries to our our, our our defensive line. So with uh, with Gerald McCoy and also Unique Ngakwe, he actually showed up on the, on the injury report. It sounds like he has like a bit of a calf or ankle injury something like that but they haven't really um, had any kind of reports as to what the extent of that injury is or how long he's going to be out for so hopefully we get some uh some good news when it comes down to that hopefully they won't be out hopefully he won't be out for too long i know um even clee farrell like i noticed he was out there and i know because they even like even on the game they even showed him a couple times that he was just out there and from my understanding he was a healthy scratch is what they call it you know a guy who's healthy but he just didn't play you know so he was able to play but he just didn't play so hopefully with that with having some guys out of the defensive rotation maybe he can step in there and provide some uh you know some uh some good reinforcements you know carl nasib is also a guy that i can see maybe stepping up a little bit with some of the guys being down so hopefully we have some uh you know some good reinforcements you know overall when with having a few guys down i believe that even on the offensive line i believe uh denzel good I believe it was actually one of the players who ended up getting injured as well. It sounds like he might be out for quite some time as well for the for the season. So hopefully we have some good um good backups or something like that. I know we pretty much kind of had an overhaul for this uh, offensive line over the offseason. So hopefully we got some guys that could just step up and uh, take place uh, for Denzel Good in the meantime. Now, I do just want to mention here if... um. If we kind of stick to one thing when it comes down to the when it comes down to the game plan against the Steelers, if the guys can really focus on the run game, I believe we have the type of um, offensive line that can really give some big holes to uh, to Josh Jacobs or you know some running holes. Um, that but then again, that's if Josh Jacobs uh, he was looking like he wasn't gonna be. He, he I mean there was our reports and everything that he was sick the day of the game. You know, so, uh, you know, who knows how he's going to be feeling today, uh, you know, for this week. But I'm hoping that he bounces back. And if he does, if or even if he doesn't, if he doesn't, you know, hopefully that means Kenyon Drake can step in, can step in for him and and show us exactly what that uh, um, one that, um, you know, double headed monster would be for the running backs when it comes down to the for the Raiders. But um, we'll see. Uh, hopefully there is more reports out there. I am expecting a victory out there. I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to be able to go out there strong and be able to come up with the victory and the Raiders played really great on the road last season so I'm hoping that that kind of carries on hoping that the defense keeps up the good work from from Monday night you know it's ultimately just the best way to kind of 
you know, kind of get the season started, if we can get the season started 2-0. But we'll see what happens. I'm, I'll actually make sure to go ahead and get another podcast up for Monday for Monday morning after the game on Sunday. So uh, last couple, last uh, thing here, the last part of the podcast here, guys, I do just want to mention the Dodgers. Lastly, Dodgers just got off of winning a, a big uh, a sweep, actually, from the from the Arizona Diamondbacks. We head into today, uh, being that it's Friday, starting a three-game series with the Cincinnati Reds. Hopefully, we can come out with a couple more uh, victories from that. I believe we're actually going into this a game and a half behind the Giants. Uh, I believe the Padres were able to kind of make some work on them in those last couple games that they had against them. So hopefully that means that that the uh, Dodgers can continue to make up some ground against them, and we can actually we can actually go ahead and uh, maybe get that first place again against them. Uh, after the so um, also one thing I did want to mention, if you guys haven't caught it, um, definitely go listen to my uh, the podcast that I did about Julio Rias. This guy is still on fire. This guy got his 18th victory um, over the Diamondbacks. I believe it was in the very I was actually was in the game three, um, sealing the sweep against the Diamondbacks. This guy, if he gets a 20, that's going to be very, very impressive because this guy is very young. He's basically in his first year as being a full time starter because even last year he wasn't a full time starter for the for the majority of the season. This is the first his first year being as the majority of a starter. And he can potentially get to 20 victories. So definitely go check out that podcast if you haven't, guys. I'm really hoping that now with having some of the guys kind of back in their groove, Mookie Betts is looking like himself again. Uh, some of the guys are getting back into their groove. Even with Max Muncy having a bit of a bad month and, uh, well, a bit, of ba- a bit of a bad couple weeks, he looks like he's getting back into his groove as well. So it seems like everything's kind of just piecing together here. Everybody's getting healthy at the right time when it comes down to it. So we'll see what happens here, guys. You know, um, October is right, right around the corner. We're already halfway um, through with the month of September. October is right around the corner. Hopefully we can uh, make some noise in October and we can uh, repeat here, guys, being one of the few teams that have actually been able to do that in the major league, in the major leagues. But let me know what you guys think. That's going to wrap it up here for that for today's podcast here, guys. Just wanted to give you guys a quick update on all three teams here. You know, might as well finish off the week right and everything. Hope uh, you guys have a great Friday. Hope you guys have a great week and a great weekend. I'll be talking to you guys after Sunday's game for the Raiders. So to uh, check out for the, so definitely check out that podcast here, guys. Thanks. Peace. Are you in excruciating pain brought on by your son, daughter, or spouse suffering from addiction? You are not alone. If you call Recovery Centers of America today at 1-888-RECOVERY, your whole family can begin to recover. At Recovery Centers of America at Capital Region and Bracebridge Hall, your loved one will be treated with care by expert addiction professionals, while family programming will give you support and healing so that you can recover as well. RCA accepts insurance, provides transportation, and offers intervention services. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Dot com.